Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Thursday, May 5th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, put on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki will step down from her job next week. She'll be replaced by Deputy Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. Psaki noted in a tweet that Jean-Pierre will be the first Black and openly LGBTQ White House Press Secretary. Psaki's departure is not a surprise. She previously signaled she only intended to stay in the job about a year. Stocks took a huge nosedive on Wall Street today, erasing all the gains from a surprise rally yesterday. The Dow and S&P 500 both closed down more than 3%. The Nasdaq fell even more, about 5%. Traders are extremely jittery about interest rates, which many think will have to rise much more than the Fed is letting on in order to stop inflation. Usually, judicial conferences aren't something we'd cover because, you know, boring. But the federal judiciary is resuming in-person conferences for the first time since the pandemic began, and Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito of leaked Roe v. Wade opinion fame just canceled his appearance at one today. Reuters has that story. Alito didn't give a reason why, but I have one guess. The fight over abortion just had a major escalation. Republicans in Louisiana are advancing a bill that would make abortion a homicide, and it would allow prosecutors to bring murder charges against women who get abortion, not just providers. And there's this. Because the bill grants constitutional rights to a fetus from the moment of conception, experts say it could also limit emergency contraception and even in vitro fertilization. If abortion is criminalized in states, your phone's search and map history could be used to prove that you were seeking an abortion, even if you never tell anyone. Obviously, this has huge implications for privacy. But SafeGraph, which sells location data, was recently called out in a report by Vice for selling data related to visits to Planned Parenthood locations. SafeGraph says it'll stop making that information available to avoid potential misuse. What do you think of our show? We love hearing from you. Things you like, things you would like to hear more of. Email us at therefresh@insider.com. Coming up, we talk to insider reporter Alana Oktar about her trip to a mushroom dispensary in Vancouver. Plus, we play two headlines and a lie. 
WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. Some Florida residents are fighting back against Governor Ron DeSantis's plan to dissolve Disney World's special tax district known as Reedy Creek. Residents who live in the area have filed a lawsuit saying DeSantis's plan will stick them with Disney World's $1 billion bond debt. The residents also mention in the lawsuit that DeSantis is clearly just punishing Disney for speaking out against what critics call his don't say gay bill. We're getting a better idea of who is actually backing Elon Musk's $44 billion bid to buy Twitter. According to a new regulatory filing, Musk has some new friends. He received letters from 19 investors committing a little over $7 billion, including Larry Ellison, famed VC firm Sequoia Capital, and a Saudi prince. New York City is suing Activision CEO Bobby Kotick. The lawsuit accuses Kotick of rushing Microsoft's acquisition of Activision in order to escape liability. Kotick's already facing a ton of public pressure to resign because of misconduct. He's been accused of dismissing employee allegations of harassment, protecting a staffer who sexually harassed others, and leaving a voicemail threatening to kill one of his assistants. Women spend, on average, 200 more hours per year doing dead-end tasks at work than men. That's according to the professors who have written a new book called The No Club. These tasks include things like training, helping colleagues, and managing difficult clients, and they rarely lead to promotions. The researchers offer tips for women to learn how to say no, but they say the real solution must come from managers. Wordle's success story never seems to end. The wildly popular online game has brought in tens of millions of new users to the New York Times since the company purchased it earlier this year. That's according to the company's first quarter financial results. Though Wordle is still free to play, the Times has gained an unprecedented number of new subscribers by using the Wordle page to advertise its other games. Now we're going to make the news a little bit more fun with our weekly game and my weekly public flogging, Two Headlines and a Lie. Our friends over at Morning Brew, the daily newsletter, play this game every Thursday. Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here to play with us again this week. Maddie, please remind our listeners how this game works. So I'm going to read you three news headlines, and all of them are going to seem like they're real, but one is faker than your friends trying to create another book club. And Dave and Rebecca, you're both going to guess which headline you think is the lie. Dave, I love an underdog story, so I am actually rooting for you to win this week, unlike every other week since this game started. Maddie? (laughs) Okay, so headline A, 27-year-old freelance fashion photographer snuck into the Met Gala by claiming he had Billie Eilish's heartburn medicine. Hmm. Headline B, Chicago launches Chicago canned drinking water campaign. (laughs) (laughs) And headline C, Canada says astronauts are no longer allowed to murder each other. Oh, God. (laughs) So here's my reasoning. I'm going to go with the headline that I think is most believable, I guess. So I'm going to say that A, the person sneaking in 
to the Met Gala is the fake headline. See, I, I actually kind of find that one believable. The the second one, Chicago, canned water from Chicago. I'm like, right now it's between A and B because C, to me, in, in the past, I've always guessed the one that just sounds the most outlandish. But if there's one thing I've learned from playing this game, it's that the outlandish headlines actually seem to be true. Mm-hmm. And even though like Canadian astronauts must be super polite, maybe they have been <laughs> killing each other in the past. I don't know. So I'm going to say that Chicago, that's headline B, is the fake headline. Okay. Is that your guys' final final answers? Oh, man. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maddie is just stone-faced. It's impossible to read what's going through her mind right now. Yeah, Maddie is the ultimate poker phase. That's so nice. I love that you guys are approaching this game now with strategy, finally. Um, finally? <laughs> finally. As opposed to throwing something at the wall and hoping it sticks, which is my strategy every week. <laughs> so, unfortunately, that strategy is not working out for you, Dave, because the first no. headline about walking into the Met Gala with heartburn medicine is fake. Wait, does this mean I won? Yes, you won. Okay, good. Just confirming. <laughs> this is the most I've ever won anything in my life. Just anything. It's unbelievable. I feel like every week, I it's so embarrassing for Dave, and I'm so sorry. I don't mean to do this. <laughs> okay, Maddie, tell us about all the real headlines. So the city of Chicago, my beautiful home, did actually announce a plan to can its tap water, calling it Chicago. And the cans will not be sold, but given away at summer events and various businesses. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot said the campaign will celebrate Chicago's most precious resource, the water from Lake Michigan, <laughs> which actually is really sad that that's our most precious resource. <laughs> okay, so the Canadian government has added an amendment into this year's budget, making it illegal to commit crimes in outer space. So that means that, for example, if an astronaut killed another astronaut in space, it would be treated as if it was done within Canada. And the fact that they just added it now suggests that it wasn't technically illegal before. It's like out at sea. Yeah, like we just don't have jurisdiction there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. Be sure to subscribe to Morning Brew and listen to the Refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Psychedelic mushrooms have become an increasingly popular drug, even though they're illegal here in the U.S. Insider's Alana Oktar visited a mushroom dispensary in Vancouver, Canada, where mushrooms are also illegal, but inching toward legalization. So, Alana, what was it like to go to this mushroom dispensary? So this dispensary, I went and I thought it was going to be like a covert kind of um, like store, not wanting to attract a lot of attention, but it had a huge yellow sign. Like they were really not trying to avoid attention. If anything, they were trying to get people interested. So how did you actually see the varieties of mushrooms being sold? Were they all just giant plants? <laughs> or what were the different forms that they came in? And yeah, it came in on a variety of different um, kind of products. So, but there were just you know straight up dried uh, mushrooms. That was kind of the biggest display that had the most people kind of like interested in. And some of the mushrooms that they were selling, the dehydrated mushrooms, were very beautiful. Um, there was one really big white one that looked like a flower. It was really pretty, and a lot of other ones were really pretty too, um, which I wasn't expecting to see. But there was also you know drinks. There were 
uh, chocolate, there were gummies, um, there were tinctures. Um, so yeah, not just the shroom itself, but also different shroom products. Mushroom chocolate? Yeah, mushroom chocolate. <laughs> Yum. You could even just leave the mushrooms out. I would still eat it. <laughs> so what did you actually see there? Like what kinds of people were they? Were they young? Were there like a lot of young people? Were there some old people, people of all races and colors? Or was it, you know, did you notice any patterns in terms of the clientele and what you just saw? The age range was pretty diverse, I would say. Like, there were some younger people, and then mm. I could tell there were some older people. Um, you needed to get a medical form filled out, so you needed to have a medical reason for being there. So um, the store owner said that there were a lot of people with PTSD symptoms, uh, depression, and anxiety coming in. But there were not a lot of people of color. I didn't see any people of color specifically, but um, you know, it's been well researched and documented that people of color take up a greater proportion of drug arrests in both Canada and the U.S., so that could contribute. What are some of the benefits? There are some pretty clear health benefits given that, you know, people who are, given the fact that people are there for medical reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of research being done into how magic restrooms can help um, people with PTSD kind of overcome their symptoms, and there's been really promising um, results in that category. Um, there have been a lot of success with people who have PTSD using um, psilocybin in therapeutic ways. So it's not only just taking the magic mushrooms, but you're taking it at a medicated dose and then talking to a therapist about it. That kind of therapy is having a lot of success. Um, the VA is starting to roll out um, using psilocybin in this way. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add about your experience? People really seem excited about, you know, magic mushrooms and wanting it to help their alleviate their uh, mental health problems, their symptoms. So it seems like something that a lot of people are really interested in. So I hope that, you know, there could be changes in the legality coming soon. Well, it sounds like you had a great trip. And uh, thank you so much for sharing it with us. Yeah, thank you for having me again. It's really fun. Alana Akhtar is a health and wellness reporter at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. <laughs>